If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer and try Peloton risk-free with Peloton Rentals at OnePeloton.com slash bike slash rentals. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Come through, queen. I want to see you come through, queen. Hi everyone, it's Dan. And Brendan. And this is Come, Come Through, Through Queen. Queen. This is episode 94.5. And don't forget about me, Sasha Valour. Hi Brendan, and hi... Pishlarmi's back in the studio. Thrilled to be here. I haven't been face-to-face in front of a microphone with him in a long time. I know, he's been your fill-in, your Anna Navarro, your... (laughs) Mario Cantone. Mario Mario Cantone sounds about right, given my voice and demeanor. Busy Phillips, we're talking about live. Mm -hmm. Busy Phillips, that's an honor, thank you. Yes. Um, Your, Your Instagram stories aren't as good as hers, though. I... Don't I have never made one? <laughs> yeah, I don't recall a peach alarm Instagram story. It would just be my dog anyway. It's... Yeah, so this is the special Drag Race uh, mini episode that we do every week. But first, we want to give Pete a little time in his corner to discuss anything that's top of mind in like the Bravo universe since we haven't heard from you in a little bit. Yeah, it's weird. I've been so like tired because my job is actually like engaging now and Mm -hmm. I've been traveling a lot and I I can't tell if something is like 
in my head if it's job related or like Paul Manafort related or if it's like one of the workest twins like the storylines all run together in my brain Paul Manafort um, throwing a watermelon throwing a watermelon at his twin sister like that's how I've been interpreting everything in my head um, Beverly Hills is it I don't even know. I feel like I'm on a, a cliff saying that it's not terrible. You've been beaten into submission. It, I think that's what it is. I think we've all been beaten into submission by just accepting mediocrity as like what we're going to get. They gave us like one scene that was like on the exit ramp towards the Berkshires, <laughs> but I don't they think just st- sat on the exit we'll ramp. We'll never go to the Berkshires. We'll never even go to the junk boat. We'll right. Ne- like, where will we go from here? I don't know. Mm. Vanderpump Rules is still good the, time. The good best stuff. season of mm-hmm. like all time, possibly. I want to know. I want a whole sideshow about the woman who like renovated uh, Sir after it burned down <laughs> and reupholstered the chairs. I want to know like everything about that process on HGTV. Um, that was a good time. Have you ever been to any of the Vanderpump I've never properties? been to LA. Oh, never been to, I've never been to LA. That's I like, mean, that's su- very surprising to me for some reason. No, but I haven't, I, it took me a while to get there I too. know, but like you, like you don't leave Brooklyn yeah, ever. I'm not East Coast baby. Sam, well, eh. East Coast You're mid, South. Mid, <laughs> mid, Mid-Atlantic to Atlantic. Yeah. Um, everything else is fine probably summer house is great atlanta give eva page like eva yeah um i i'm excited where atlanta is going it seems like they Mm -hmm. have to like clear kenya off like shoot her off to the moon and then we can proceed with real storylines right it's almost it's not very similar but it's sort of like remember that season new york did with like a thousand People holding yeah. apples. It's like that. Then they whittled it down to like perfection. Like you got to go to the orchard. <laughs> well, we're also sort of having like Aviva won't go to Montana because she has asthma. Yeah. We're sort of like doing there, except it's Kenya won't participate because she's afraid of her husband. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you do like Summer House. I like Summer House. I. What's your read? Okay, actually, this is actually you want to get your read on. Steven from Summer House and Logan from Vanderpump Rules. Because we talked about this um, on when we recorded... A this, few days ago. Yeah, a few days ago. I did hear that. There is like an innate sadness to both of them. Mm. But there is something like weirdly malicious about Logan that like I worry about him. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's capable of some real darkness. Right. Steven just like hop on the ferry. Just go to, like, take a cab to Sayville, go to Fire Island, do what you need to do, and then come back with the work is. But that's, like, three more steps than, like, Logan, I know you haven't been to L.A., could walk two blocks and be at, like, fucking Motherlode Fiesta Cantina among... Motherlode. Well, like, that's why I don't think that Logan is trapped there against his will. I think Logan is intentionally there to commit some dark witchcraft. Also, Logan's not holding a tray, and Steven is holding a bottle of rosé, so... You are a Fire Island queen. Would you give an open invitation to to Steven? Steven. I were like, why can't Steven be around actual gay people? I don't, you why should invite he, him to Fire like, Island. Why does he? No, but it seems like he only <laughs> specifically hunts around closet cases. Yeah, that's like well because I think his family isn't accepting. But it's it, not like his family's like next door. They live in like where the fuck he's yeah. from. Like, like Kentucky. No, Alabama. It's Alabama. <laughs> it's Alabama. Thank you. Um, he could still like make out with a gay guy and then have an awkward Skype call with his family. That's he doesn't true. have to just hunt for like a... Wasn't 
last season wasn't it like a, a british guy whose family was in an aristocracy situation so they couldn't be out about it there was a flashback there a lot of excuses season about that yeah he's like a, a high school girl who's like got a boyfriend but he lives in canada and we can't talk about it and you can't meet him like something <laughs> that's exactly that. what it is though yeah. like he lives in fucking new york city he probably lives in like hell's kitchen or chelsea or something i mean you see him getting salads all the time i see him getting salads all the time what at like a chopped at fresh and co no <laughs> Fresh and goes better. That's a the actually probably true. Yeah, the girl next to me in my office found a, a clump of hair in her chopped salad. What? So I'm, I hear I'll be a Fresh and Co queen now. I hear shit like that all the time from <laughs> people about chopped. And Fresh and Co is endorsed by one uh, Dorinda Medley who posted an Instagram story of her going into Fresh and Co and them calling her mommy. Love it. Bravo salad talk. Here at <laughs> Breaking down. Uh, have you tuned into Celebrity Big Brother at all? Celebrity Big Brother, I've watched like three episodes. Um, not like none of them were particularly interesting. I watched one on maybe this like Wednesday or Thursday mm-hmm. where Mark McGrath got uh, head of household because he climbed over a carpet. Yeah. Um, and so I've got like, it seems like Ross Matthews is is a better human being than I ever gave him credit for. Like, he's interesting, he's compelling, he's smart. He's smart. He gives good interviews. Mm-hmm. Like, I like watching him. Um, Brandy Glanville seems to not be as fucking loops and goops as she She is. goes to some that level sometimes, and they yeah. showed a lot of it last, last night. night yeah. Um, yeah. She got really drunk and was just, like, mouthing off to basically everyone. But it was really... So she got kicked off in this last episode... And it was really sad because she seemed sad to go because she liked having them as friends. Also, when is the next time she'll be on television again? I'm sure her and Ari were like friends enough. Yeah, they were. They are genuine friends. Did yeah. Ross vote against her? I feel like she wants Ross to be her he, friend. He he painfully voted against her. Yeah, no, Ross is, I think Ross is going to have the star turn he deserves the rest of 2018. Um, he's great. Yeah. I wouldn't mind if Marissa got to like star on some ABC sitcom as like a wacky teacher or something. Like I want good <laughs> things for her. Yeah. I still think Julie hates her. Oh, and there was one funny thing though from last night's episode. So Brandy in the like backyard area said to the, all like the housemates, I dare you to say something mean about Julie Chen. (laughs) That's actually brilliant. Brandy Glanville is great for shit like that. All of them threw their hands up and left the backyard because they couldn't even like deal with it. So then, wait for it. Brandy gets kicked out. Julie Chen does a full interview. And at the end of the interview, and Julie Chen says, I have one last question for you. I dare you to say one mean thing about me. And Brandy was like, I forgot. <laughs> the crowd went wild. It was like... Did she actually say anything? No, no, because it was like the end of the interview. <laughs> yeah. But it was great. She should have said something. So let's get into the topic at hand, which RuPaul's is RuPaul's Drag, Drag Race. Race. Yes. So, so there's a lot going on in RuPaul's Drag Race world this week. Obviously, lot. we have the All-Stars 3 episode, which we'll get to. But let's start... We have news. Yes. And a lot of it. So... The Katya and Trixie show. The Trixie and Katya show. Let's get it right or pay the price. <laughs> On Viceland. <laughs> Fair. Got a new co-host due to Katya's sabbatical. 
I was wondering whether they had filmed like all of this before Katya like tapped out. I didn't realize that Katya midway through her contractual obligations was like deuces. I, yeah. I need to take right. care of myself. Well, they, they, they had filmed some episodes and then they announced this week that Bob was taking over the remainder of the episodes that they need for to this year. How many more? I don't know. I mean, I'm, to be honest, I'm not keeping up. Okay. Because like Viceland feels like a challenge for me to get to. I'm sure I have it. I don't, I, I don't want to find it. Like, I don't, <laughs> if Time Warner Spectrum tells me exactly where it is, I'll go there. I already ha- I set up like the DVR recording, so it's like there, but it definitely is like one of the last things I'll dip yeah. into if I'm just like sitting on my couch looking for something to watch. Like, I watched like an old Real Houses New York special from like two years ago today. <laughs> You'll watch a flipper flop Atlanta before you go. Yeah, like I'll okay. watch. Yeah, you got to be in the right mood, the right yeah. mindset. And it, like the show's cute, it could get there as like a like thing eventually. I just don't know if it has it yet. I honestly would dip in though, just to see like what Trixie sounds like talking to Bob. Well, they did a panel at DragCon in New York this year that the video was up online, so I watched it, mm-hmm. and it was it works. Yeah, I mean, we did a ranking of the top winners at some point many moons ago. And I'm pretty sure Bob was like my number one or two. Mm-hmm. And I stand by, like, I feel like Bob, Bob is up there for me. Can do no wrong. Yeah. And the more I see of Bob, the more I want to see of Bob, if that makes sense. Like, yeah. like a winner that like didn't go sour, like a Sharon Needles. Ugh. Yeah. So hopefully the show continues to maintain wherever it's been with Bob. I want good things for Trixie. I went. Katya to have the ability to come back when she wants to tap back in. Mm-hmm. Maybe the three of them can have a party. Like, we'll see. Yeah. But I'll watch now just to see. Party. 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 <laughs> okay. Speaking of Trixie, Trixie was on the Homophilia podcast this week. Did either of you tune into this? I have not heard yet, but I'm maybe on the train back to Manhattan. <laughs> I tuned into most of it. Yeah, I listened to the whole thing. It was interesting to hear Trixie in this setting with people who aren't necessarily Drag Race super fans. Like, yeah, a long form situation with like casual viewers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and to hear about her relationship history because a lot of the drag queens talk about how they have trouble getting boyfriends because they are drag queens and known for doing drag. It sounds like Trixie always has a boyfriend. Yeah. Like, she, well, she sounds like she's like too on, too off, too on, too off in terms of like single in a relationship. I feel like all the stories I hear are them like having some weird sloppy situations in the the tour where it's yeah. like this one is banging somebody in this hotel room. I don't think Trixie's in that culture. I think yeah. that's like a very like a Dor Delano, Jinx Monsoon, Alaska. Jinx yeah, Jinx Monsoon is I think in that culture. Jinx is like all about that culture. Okay. Fan culture. Yeah. <laughs> no, Trixie. Showing love to the fans. Trixie specifically says she like does not want to be with or hook up with a drag race super fan. Okay. But she is with a drag race super fan. So, but the way she she spun it was she, she said he watches so many shows that she's low on like the totem pole. Which like I under, like apparently this person is like a bravo like her boyfriend is a bravo aficionado. Okay. Like watches all the housewives, probably also like 
the summer houses, the below decks. Da, 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 da. Oh, I just like as a, someone who is watches all of those. Also, Drag Race is like number one. What's like Real Housewives of New York and Drag Race like don't, share the don't same you, spot? You almost said Drag Race. Drag Race was number one. I put. I know you. You <laughs> caught yourself. No one's coming for Real Housewives of New York here. Okay, but I I kind of picture this person maybe not being like a Trixie super fan in terms of like the super fans that exist in the world. Mm-hmm. Well, it depends on if he watches the like YouTube shit because as we will discuss later, I'm sure like Trixie was sort of barely there on the actual season. So you right. sort yeah. of have to dig in to appreciate Trixie. Exactly. Well, which is where I feel like I would walk in in a relationship with Trixie. I'm like, oh, like, yeah, you're, you're good. <laughs> you're enjoyable. Oh, did you not do any of the, the, uh, stuff? He doesn't do that. I, I've seen, I do. I've seen like one or two. Okay. You're missing out, but. I spend time on YouTube. He doesn't. This explains a lot of your opinions. I just don't see, <laughs> I just don't see the time for where to place this YouTube content in my life. Like a weird Saturday afternoon where you're just like sitting around. You're never but cooking like, and you want something in front of your, while you're chopping a veg. I'm often <laughs> cooking. Yeah, However, set it up on the, set it up on the screen. Chop yeah, but there's, veg usually something, there's usually something going on that is something I either care about, but I only need 50% attention for. Also, or like you need Alex to get like a gone. swivel TV or something. I, the last TV was swivel, but like, I don't care. Like what, to be honest, when I'm cooking is like a meditative time. Oh God. He wants to be there. He's like, he's auditioning for, uh, to replace Anthony on next year's season of Queer Eye. I mean, him, him and Anthony have a rivalry. A spirituality. <laughs> a spiritual connection. If Anthony wants to bow out, I'm ready. I got the recipes ready to go. Simple. If you take top, too a long, long. A grilled cheese, like you're Listen, set to go. this morning I got breakfast done in 20 minutes in between cycles while Alex was doing laundry. It was a timed challenge because I had to be done before the dryer was up. So Why? Because like it's... Cause it's then, a Saturday morning. What, what the fuck are you doing? No, because cause if the laundry's ready, then he needs to fold it. Or you could just set it aside. Good, okay, wrinkly. Take... Hello, what are you a monster? God, it sounds like hell to live in this <laughs> in this home. <laughs> home is dense. Okay, so Trixie and Homophilia, run, don't walk. Listen to what she's got to say about her love life. But the big news of the week: mm-hmm. season ten is less than one month. From now. Season 10 and Real Housewives of New York on at the same time. Get into it. Season 10 and season Season 10. 10. 10s, 10s, 10s across the board. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Okay. So we've all consumed various amounts of season 10 promotional materials. Mm -hmm. And then some of us have seen some of these queens in the flesh as well. So we will go through the list and and chime in as we see fit. Yeah. Yeah. Talk a little bit about them and that sort of thing. Brendan. So, first up is Asia O'Hara, and fun fact, she is the mother to Fifi O'Hara. She spawned a demon, and now we're (laughs) going to see. And it's very, this is sort of the second time we've seen a drag mother come on after the drag daughter. Yes. Oh, it's the third time we've seen a drag mother (laughs) come on after the drag, uh, the Michaels, Chad and Morgan. 
Oh, I thought Little Kenya. (laughs) (laughs) Did Morgan birth Little Kenya birth Morgan? No, um... It was a rough pregnancy. Chad Michaels is Morgan's drag mother. But why is Morgan Mick? I I think it's because she, like, looks a little Irish. She is Irish. She's, like, from Ireland? She's from Ireland. Like, born there. Born born in Ireland. Connor, get your daughter. (laughs) Don't mention Connor again. He'll just text us and say, Love my mentions, babies. (laughs) (laughs) What is he, BK? That is what you sound like to us. (laughs) Asia Asia O'Hara. Great. Whatever. Aquaria. I feel like this is going to be a controversial queen. She is like a twink who does makeup. A meme queen, too. Is she mean? I didn't no, see the video. meme, meme. Mm. Meme. Wait, so all, first of all, she is allegedly Sharon Needle's drag daughter, and I'll read a little bit of what, what Sharon said before everyone chimes in. I never forgot the first day I was announced to be on season four of Drag Race. It was an instant applause. <laughs> and the first one I noticed to change the background, their profile picture, all their social media towards Sharon Needle's was this very young boy named Gio- Giovanni. This one, she says, of Aquaria. <laughs> so I always said, I'll remember you as my number one fan and I'll always keep an eye on you. And I always did. Giovanni must have been 12 because Aquaria is 21 years old. 22 she, now, I think. Which also means Aquaria was being mentored by Sharon after Sharon was on the show when she started going off the rails. When she started yeah. being like racist, like peeing on police stations. Performative Nazi nonsense. So, I feel like 21 is too young. I sound like RuPaul and Michelle Visage on their podcast right now. But no, like, but also mm. like RuPaul always casts some like 22 year old. So she has an excuse to fucking beat up on millennials because that's the <laughs> only thing that gets Michelle Visage hard anymore. It's such like it's nonsense. And I hope she's not a Serena Cha-Cha. No, but, but let's not forget. She... Let's not forget Violet Chachki and Naomi Smalls are very young. Violet's only 25. I also thought Violet was lazy and bad, but this is an opinion for another day. Yeah. No, totally. But just saying, like, we can't count Aquaria I, I out know. as going far because I, we've seen winners who are very, very yeah. young. No, I think she's being positioned as, like, a final six, at, at the very least. I feel like, given the divisive reaction, I would imagine that she's going to be around for a while. They would be stupid to cut her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she probably has, like, one of the bigger social media followings of, of the girls. Yeah. Let's go to the next one. Blair, Blair St. Clair. <laughs> I just saw the note for this, and it's so accurate that I'm, sh- I'm shook to my core. The Melissa Joan Hart of drag. I don't get it. She looks like Melissa Joan Hart. <laughs> <laughs> like Clarissa or, like, Sabrina? It's probably more Sabrina. And I think current, like, current. Hallmark <laughs> family channel. Voted for what's-his-name, Gary Johnson. The, yeah. the, like, the, that picture of Melissa Joan Hart with, like, cocaine splattered across her face looking shocked. <laughs> this Soleil Moon That's Fry of Drag, Blair St. Clair. Uh, she seems, what, tiny and blonde? Yeah, and so for context, I watched the one hour of Sasha sitting down with all these girls, and he doesn't have time to watch while he's chopping a bunch. I know <laughs> he's got an hour to spare for this. Uh, she seemed one of the more nervous girls in conversation, so like I don't picture 
the long term of this How one. How nervous? Like James Mansfield? Nervous? Not no. I mean, no one is James Mansfield nervous, but okay. Yeah. So next is Dusty Ray Bottoms, a New York queen. Who all of all of the New York queens I think I've seen in some context at you a bar at some place. Um, at pieces or something like wasn't impressed. I feel like I did a like a hard brunch, <laughs> wandered into pieces, and there was a drag show that was happening, and I just sort of like took it in, but didn't remember it. I want to say I was did a hard brunch also, and she was at pieces, and she was like she would go out to smoke cigarettes, and I was petting a dog outside of pieces. And she was still hosting on the microphone from outside the bar. This could be her, someone else. My but, team is changing quickly. But I think it might have been her. I didn't remember. I didn't remember like clearly who she was until I saw that video, and I realized that I saw her and thought, like, is that Acid Betty through my mimosa haze? <laughs> and then I realized, like, oh no, this is a different. Acid human. Betty would never be at pieces. Yeah, I know. she's at Brooklyn. Oh my god, there was a joke that when when uh, Sasha was talking to. Um, Ms. Cracker, Sasha says, you're the only queen who's ever got me a, a booking in Manhattan. <laughs> I was like, okay, we get it. You don't leave Brooklyn, yeah. Sasha. <laughs> but Acid Betty's whole thing was that she's not a Brooklyn queen. Remember that? She called them Harry. Wait, Acid Betty's not a Brooklyn queen? Yeah, she was talking to RuPaul in the workroom, and she was like, Brooklyn queens are Harry, and like it like zoomed in on Thorgy. Oh, she yeah. lives in Brooklyn, but she Thorgy, performs in Manhattan. Thorgy and... Uh, who the fuck else? Bob. Was Thor- well, Bob and Acid were Manhattan and Thorgy was Brooklyn, right? Yeah. And it's like, I think Ugh. Acid's whole thing was like, she performs at like Suzanne, Suzanne Barsh parties or whatever. Sure. Like, okay. What? Same. <laughs> so, Eureka O'Hara is coming back in case you forgot. She was Fucking injured last season. Bread loaf hair. We have two O'Haras. The two feuding <laughs> O'Haras, not of the same family. I- like fine, fine. Eureka's back. Fine. Yeah, I mean, she. I was rooting for. She was in my like pool last year because I thought she was gonna go far, but then she broke her hip or whatever. Yeah. So we'll see. She seems in the preseason interviews like overconfident, just because of the fact that everyone knows who she yeah. is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the other thing I want to say, as a quick side note, in terms of queens coming back, we were discussing earlier. We were pretty much in agreement. We would love to see Layla McQueen come back in a regular season, not an All-Stars. Yeah. There are a couple, like, there are a couple of queens that, like, no one cares if Vivian Panay ever comes back again. (laughs) She is in the House of Edwards, though. Sure. But I feel like there are some people who, like, had untapped potential that weren't ready. Layla McQueen wasn't ready, but now she is. Yeah, because, like, the Boston drag scene, like, love Boston, but, like, there's not a whole lot that you can do in that drag scene unless you're performing at Monday on Monday at, like, 1 a.m. or whatever. You know what's really interesting? Layla McQueen, when I was in P-Town two summers ago, was there, but as, like, in boy drag, just hanging out for the week. While Trixie was, like, stomping around in Courtney. Cool. And but I feel like she now looks like a different woman. She's upped her game. Yeah. Yeah. So I think she's ready for But the like comeback. is she like she's upped her game like in her look. Oh, and yeah. I always thought her look was actually there. I don't think that first episode, I think her look was already there. So I don't know. It was her sad, sad lip syncs. Yeah. Oh. 
No, the first one was great. It was just that second one was so tough. <laughs> so next, Calorie Kardashian Williams. Oh my god. <laughs> So this is going to be the person that Dan will stand <laughs> blindly. I'm with you. No, and I am too, but like I want Dan to be cautious in his picks because he did this with James Mansfield. Well, I think what we we can <laughs> stand for her while admitting that she's not going to advance past the second episode. You can do that. I don't think Dan has it in him to <laughs> do <You> that. <laughs> but I... Okay, so... So, let me describe the look for you. <laughs> the, like, the wig is sort of like Midwestern mother. The face is pure pheromone. And then the body is like here and there and everywhere. And it's... I, I'm just super excited. It's like mall clothing, beautiful face. I mean, I'm looking forward to the RuPaul puns for Calorie and Kardashian. And we discussed this earlier, but I think it's going to be... Kim, Courtney, Chloe, Calorie. Yes, I will like do a backflip if that happens. I will sue RuPaul for copyright infringement because yeah. you thought of this first. I mean, it was recorded. It was recorded like, last summer. <laughs> Irrelevant. Uh, yeah. Just cross your fingers. So straight from Real Housewives of Dallas, we've got Cameron Michaels. Cameron Michaels is got an Instagram where Cameron Michaels as a boy is like a muscle queen. A muscle queen with like facial, like, like plumped lips. Oh yeah. A a very strange tattoo of like a beetle. Lots of jockstrap photos. Yeah. So this will, I think also be divisive eventually. Yeah. And like this season does have a lot of like men, like out of drag. A lot of them are like, Good looking guys. Yeah, I mean, I had not. I, I would say like 90% of them are. I've not in, dipped my toe into this. Including Calorie Kardashian. Wait, are, is Calorie, is calorie I'm gonna a cute boy? I'm going to queue it up. Oh, God. <laughs> but like, like, even like Dusty Ray Bottoms is like. Yeah, pretty much. I feel like pretty much everyone is. Oh, he's adorable. Yeah, I mean, the, eyebrow, you flipped I that mean over? the eyebrows are not where I want them to be, but he's a drag queen, so like they have to yeah. be. But like, look where they have look to be. But he's cute. Like very cute smile, very cute teeth. Yeah, he's got it all. Yeah, calorie carb dash. Yeah, we stand I hope that's like the thing. If it's not, if it's not Kim, Courtney, Chloe, it's like them singing the Rusical. Um. Mayhem Miller, who... I feel like I'm the most checked out in terms of the three of us and Mayhem Miller. Like, I don't know her. So I used to watch, uh, as we've found out, you don't watch YouTube videos of any of the drag race queens, but Willem had, like, a couple of sort of YouTube series, and every once in a while, like, Mayhem Miller would get trotted out as Willem's friend. So I know Mm -hmm. that she's friends with Willem, which, like, paints her in a certain L.A., Seen and I've seen her do things with like Morgan on YouTube also, but she's drag sisters apparently with Morgan, Raven, Delta, Detox, like all the, all the we the other witches of WeHo. So she'll be. Me- <laughs> I feel like she'll be like talented and mean. talented and mean. Talented and mean. Yes. Yeah, that's what we're looking for. Okay, right, next up, Ms. Cracker from my neighborhood from Harlem. 
Oh, she. Oh, yeah, she does live yeah. up there. Yeah. Performs in my neighborhood. And we, Hell's Kitchen. And also at Boots, I feel like one of the first times I ever I ever saw her was she took the stage after our girl Prodigy Major. Prada. I'm. I mean, if she was on season ten. She would have shown the girls what's what once and for all, but that's another <laughs> conversation. Miss Cracker is a stand. To me, she's like a standard New York queen. They all at this point, all the white New York queens have like the same look going on all the time. They do the same things. I sort of I agree in a like let's say a Sasha Valor and sort of like Thorgy adjacent way that she believes that she is almost too smart to be there and is like deigning to participate oh I was talking more of like sorry I was talking more of like the Manhattan queens that we see at like clubs not the ones who've been on Drag Race oh I feel like she looks like she's from LA oh there's a very sort of like she looks Vegasy. it's like it's Farah. It's tiny and blonde. Well, Farah's impact on this season. I mean, yes. Calories already copying her. Ms. Cracker. Everybody copies Pheromone. I so like we also know that she writes articles on Slate. <clears throat> one of which one of which is like complaining about Call Me by Your Name, which was a little Twitter firestorm for a while. I thought we were fully out of Call Me By Your Name takes, and now we're all the way back we're in. Both, to be fair, this was like, this must have been, she must have gotten straight out of the house and started immediately firing off some hot takes. For yeah. Um, I feel like I have a, I don't want to say love hate, but like, I know she is going to produce good television. Her, her eyes aren't wandering like some of the girls. They are very focused. <laughs> <laughs> she knows what she's doing and where she, she has is. a brain she knows where she is she's gonna be able to string a sentence together do we want to hear the sentence do i want to hear the string together <laughs> maybe not probably not actually no i i have a friend who's good friends with her and i really like him so yeah. i reserve the right to be wrong yeah i don't know <laughs> i don't know where we're gonna land on that but Someone who I do not believe I'm going to be wrong with is Monet Exchange, mm-hmm. another New York queen. Monet Exchange, we stand. I stand personally. We all stand. I yeah. believe in this household. She has qualities of Bob, but then is better than Bob in terms of the look. The look, yeah. Like she's so charismatic, like Bob. Uh, like of that one hour with Sasha Valore. Hers was the best interview. Right. By far. I think she's a nice overlap of Bob and Kennedy, which I think will be like killer for purposes of this show. Yeah. Got the dancing down. Dancing yeah. and sort of like lip syncing, but still funny. So, but it's fun. Like that, that suits her to win all stars. It doesn't suit her to win um, regular season. Well, she could get thrown some weirdo challenge and wait. What do you mean? Because I feel like if you're really good at lip syncing, well, no, I don't know how she's at lip syncing, but like if she is, I don't even know. What she's well, no, but like the her having strengths like Bob has gets her to win like a regular season. Yeah, it keeps her out of the bottom. Yeah, because like all those fucking acting challenges that like if you think about like. What drag queens do all oh, the yeah. time. She's going to be the best one for the acting challenges. For mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. But uh, <laughs> Mo- Monique Hart, I have no idea who this is. She's the one with the long face. 
Not she, long face, but like in in the I, I misspoke earlier. Like she had like a short a short bob for her season ten uh, interview look. I've never Great. seen this person. Before, she loves like. Jesus. Take the wheel for her. <laughs> uh, let's move along to the vixen, which first off, don't love the name. No. Don't love anything with a the. Also, VH1 team, the princess. The princess is also from Chicago, so maybe that's a thing Mm, there. It's like Uh, the house of the. (laughs) (laughs) Also, she self described, or VH1 is describing herself as a woke queen. Oh no. So Mm. we'll get some Sasha Valor relies on brains moments, I'm sure. Give me a history lesson. (laughs) (laughs) Next, Vanessa Vanjie Mateo. Alexis Mateo's daughter. Uh, the last thing that I think we really have needed is another Alexis Mateo, and I know that might be controversial, <laughs> but um, keep it. Like, keep it far away. I don't want it. She really shares nothing with Alexis. Bam. What do you mean? I don't see, like, the look, the personality, the... I didn't see that with Alexis, so what is, no, no, no. What is this? No, I don't see their two things aligning. Alexis didn't have one, so of course it wouldn't align. <laughs> and then, last but not least, the queen that Brent and I are probably most familiar with. I need to tap out of this. Yuha Hamasaki. So, this is a weird season where, like, I've seen several of them perform in the world, but Yuha, I've seen like, a thousand times. Because she used to have the time slot right after our favorite queen, previously mentioned Prodigy Major. Yeah. So we would always spill into that. Yeah, because like we were like having drinks, getting whatever, and she wouldn't only spill into that, but she like her shtick is like messing with the audience, Aggr- physically aggressively, and like so like our friend our friend Brett, friend to the show, has like been on stage with her, and like he's like been taken advantage, just like all weird stuff that like I don't love from a drag queen act. She has to like mess with the audience in this like aggressive way because she doesn't have the talent this is what this is what i will say and i think this is is real rude so apologies um but i i get the sense from her video with sasha that she is the kind of drag queen that exists for straight women who are having some sort of bachelorette moment Mm -hmm. where the idea is like the drag queen comes up and makes you uncomfortable and then everybody laughs yeah and Boots has, especially since they moved to their newer location, um, they have like sort of embraced the like bachelorettes. Yeah. Oof. I do want to provide some some extra context. Apparently, Yuha actually is like good at putting together drag race looks for other girls. Like a lot of the New York girls who have already been on the show. Got their looks from Yuha. Okay. I knew that about her because I knew about payment of a certain garment from another queen. Payment of a certain <laughs> it garment. It sounds like Ramona stealing from the <laughs> Bethany talk show. No, no. I knew that like, uh, uh, not a Drag Race girl yet, but probably in the soon future, Marty Cummings mm. uses Yuha. Mm-hmm. Perpetual sort of like also ran for Drag Race. Yeah. Yeah. So that's season 10. 
we really took a deep dive on that. Yeah. yeah. But I feel like it's, it. we're prepared. It's, this is our preview. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're less than a month away. It feels right. Yeah. We're going to bleed right into it. So let's, speaking of bleeding right into it, this week's episode of All Stars 3. Another flop episode. <laughs> Not great, guys. Not great. This Andy Warhol challenge, fire the producer who thought of it. And I feel like it might have been Bruce's dream. Okay, so what it needed, it needed either like a third outfit or it needed some sort of explanation as to like why they were narrating Andy Warhol stories or for that to be incorporated into the judging. There were a lot of like weird scattered pieces that never came together as a whole. Right. Like this could have been something really good given like Andy Warhol, Studio 54. Like that's like perfect. But like the choice of the soup can is like so dumb. Yeah. They, could have done like some other challenge where they like made some sort of like art piece or something as well, one of the ball looks. Well, there was the mini challenge where they had the photo shoot that Aja won. She won a year supply of hamburger Marys, <laughs> which cool. is not available in New York where she lives. I know. And then what constitutes a year supply? Is it one burger per day? Is it unlimited burgers? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Also, the weird thing about that challenge is she seemed like the the only one who had really tried. Yeah. She put mm-hmm. a wig on and makeup and everybody else. Like, Trixie intentionally looked busted, it seemed like. Trixie. Ben Shangela. showed up, I think, as herself. <laughs> like, <laughs> Kennedy painted her face, like, with black lipstick. It was ludicrous. So, like, I would have liked Aja to get... Something that would have helped her for... Immunity. Immunity. <laughs> Which is funny. Like, we were watching uh, clips last night of, like, the worst moments of Snatch Game. Mm-hmm. And they talked about immunity, saving someone from having a bad Snatch Game, like, session. Remember when there was immunity? Right. It, I think it saved Alyssa Edwards. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, immunity saved... I remember clearly. Immunity saved Tyra Sanchez... A couple of times. Yeah, yeah. And I'm still fired up about it from 2008. I mean, I think we're better off not having immunity, but it's just like interesting to think about in the context of drag race history. Right. Yeah. So let's get... To the soups. To the soups. The so soups. I like... There had to have been a moment where they're sitting down with someone like on like a graphic Photoshop? designer, or yeah, where the first of all they're sitting down with a graphic designer, and second of all they're given some sort of instructions on a story that or like something that they're supposed to narrate about their soup. There had to be like a recording session somewhere. We we didn't get to see any of this because no. the episode was an hour long. <laughs> right, but I actually would have liked to see them sitting down with like a graphic designer, graphic designer like the Lucian Piani of design. Yes. Were they judged on the design for the can? They were judged on the concept, it seems. Okay. No, but they were ju- they were judged on how well it branded them, which also didn't seem uh, it clear didn't in the clear beginning. From the instructions at yeah. all. Like it had to brand you well. The the entire challenge and the judging was so wild to me. Asha seemed to get criticism for the fact that her fake soup would not have tasted like Asha. <laughs> <laughs> Which was funny because Trixie commented like when 
when BB was talking about her soup, she's like, it's not the chew. It doesn't need to sound mm-hmm. like a good soup. Like, the rules were not clear. So let's go through the soups. Okay. First, Shangela, the Hala Loops. The Hala Loops. Because of co- if there's one thing Shangela can do, it's beat a fucking branding opportunity <laughs> into the goddamn ground. It's corn and it's Hala Loop. Beat a catchphrase. Until we all wish we were Clock dead. That's how my family feels about me and like the holidays. Well, that's you. You come with a catchphrase every year. Clock <laughs> the mug. Then... The cream de la creme. I thought this was like actually solid. I thought this was the most perfectly executed yeah. thing for this part of the challenge. And yeah, the little narrative was like cute and interesting and fine. Yeah, her like Studio Fifty Four narrative was funnier than most. No, her soup narrative. Soup narrative. Oh, there was something about like what your soup is. Like oh. she like, does everything. It does it's everything. It's an all-purpose cream soup that makes you feel whatever <laughs> terminally delightful. Ugh. Asha sugar tits. I mean, obviously she missed the mark in terms of like the sugar tits concept. There and could have been a lot. She could have done some sort of step your pussy up thing. She could have done something about that like fire look from last season. She could have done a. Linda Evangelista, whatever. She didn't brand it as Aja. Still, like, it looked fine, though. What are we being judged on here? Why are we here? I think, like, with Aja, like, yeah, she's kind of dumb, but that's why we like her. Like, she doesn't get the point all the time, but that's why we like her. Well, I think the question that I'm having is I don't get the point either. And whether that makes me dumb, like, the uh, this po- podcast listeners can judge, but I don't know what we're being judged on here. I have something to say about Aja. Oh, God. And this, oh God. and this, like, will go into, like, oh, no. further down the episode. I think they thought they were going to bring her in, and she was going to flop, get kicked out first or second, and, like, she was going to be a filler queen. And then they were, like, surprised that she was doing so well and didn't know what to do with it. And this challenge where nothing makes any sense <laughs> was, like, the perfect time to just get rid of her. I guess, yeah. In the same way that I... I am a, a Thorgy conspiracy theorist and feel like she was set up to fail. I feel like Aja was set up to fail a couple of times and this sort of like they just chucked her. Yeah, I would agree. I would also agree because they, they started doing top, bottom threes randomly bottom three to put her in there. Yeah. What are the rules here? So BB, Zaza, peanut soup. Uh, <laughs> like, BB is a loon, but this hit the right mark for me. <laughs> I, I I did like makes you want to say Cameroon as the sort of like thing. I she, thought that was she clever. branded the Cameroon. It was fine, yeah. <laughs> okay, the Kennedy grand, Grandma Soup. <laughs> Why are we here? <laughs> Which like, gives you a booty? <laughs> a grandma flavored soup. Which Kennedy came out and dressed like a grandmother. Which she did in her season too. Like her ugliest yeah. drag look was her uh, dressed as like a church, a church lady. Dress, yeah. yeah. Trixie, which you were defending this soup earlier. I thought that Trixie had a, a cute little like narrative. I don't remember. It, the, it was what called was the soup? Pepto-Abysmal, I think. That's medicine. And it was something about like <laughs> it's pink and it like basically if you're feeling mentally ill, it helps you recover from depression or something. But like it's so she's she, making fun of herself. Of, uh, no, but she's making fun of Aja for making sugar soup, which doesn't make any sense. Granted, makes no sense. But her She's soup is medicine. Aja? No, 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 no. When, she, when when Aja was talking about sugar tits, Trixie was like, "A sweet soup like this makes no sense." 
Meanwhile, she ends up having a medicine soup. But that, like, are we being judged on whether the soup would taste good? <laughs> we I, don't like, know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We should have had, like, Carla Hall as the guest judge. Uh, your best friend Anthony should have been here to judge <laughs> the flavors of the soups. Next season. Uh, okay, so that was all the soups. Who cares, I guess, right? I mean, no one we, Somebody made cans at some point, and we're looking at the cans. Okay. Studio 54, like, Stefan. I was so shocked that the narrative thing kept on going onto the runway. <laughs> I was like, are you kidding me? We still have a voiceover? Like, why can't you just let us live? And there was only one of them that I actually found... Like, Trixie's was the only one that I found funny because she was listing some weird celebrity. She was giving you a sort of, like... Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Melissa Joan Hart, sort of like random references, right. which was good. I would like to see like what form were they given to plug in these references? Was it an actual Mad Lib that because some of them had overlapping, like the actual verbs were the same verbs? It must have been, but for some of them it was different. It might have been like a paragraph long Mad Lib that they oh, were instructed to that. fill out ahead of time. It was a mess, like. Why was this not explained to us? Why? So wait, can we talk about the actual looks? Though? Yeah, this was also a sewing challenge for some reason. Yeah. Well, the ball always does have like one sewing component. I have no problem with that, but like, no, I given the mishmash of what this was, like, what I would take is a '70s look that they got to pre-bring, and then one like whatever party look that they had to make make it right. three looks this stupid narrative thing is like a look that they get to pre-package and then the next one is something they have to make right this one was more like the season seven hello kitty ball where they were the kitty and then they just had that like unwell sewing challenge look yeah it's like katya <laughs> like it's stapling hello kitty dolls to like a leotard to so the looks Aja was beautiful. Aja looked great. The only wrong choice that Aja made is she should have gotten a blonde share wig instead of a blonde Bridget Bardot wig. Yeah, but they were so nitpicky about they that. They were the super wig. nitpicky, but I thought her look was great. Yeah. I agree. I mean, like, of all the constru- like construction-wise, like, hers was unique, beautiful... She looked like Linda Evangelista. Is that where you're going? She was smiling. <laughs> she, she was smiling, guys. Yeah. And then she wasn't smiling later, which broke oh, my arm. <laughs> okay, uh, who else? Uh, ben. 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 This was okay, and I. This was Ben's most amateur look. I, in my opinion, the whatever trim she was using for like her headband and for other parts of the, the outfit, shoe, mm-hmm. you could tell that it was like glued there. But I mean, she looked like Ben looks. I That's was. I think Ben looks how Ben looks. Yeah, I'm happy she wore like a different wig for once, though. It was Did, still black, but it, it was like, like the same wig. She it was, was an chop, afro. She chopped bangs with safety scissors and curled out. I kind of, just like to talk about Ben for one moment, because we probably won't talk about her anymore, because she was safe. Like, I kind of feel like it was a a good move for her to not win again. Agreed. And also, kind of a dick move for Ross to just show up and be like, I need you to (laughs) compete at, you're being judged differently than everybody else. I like that from Ross. Give Ross an Emmy. (laughs) (laughs) And and the power of Vito. Uh... 
I just feel like for Ben to not win at this point is like comical. Well, this entire season is comical. <laughs> Let's get to Shangela. Like Shangela, that was the worst fucking look. You guys, I hate Shangela so much. And I know she's done, like, she's she's won some challenges and deservingly so, so but if I have to hear another Game of Thrones reference, <laughs> if I have to, like, I, I'm so tired, existentially tired of Shangela. This look was on the level it. of her season two first episode yeah. look. It, like, just was so thrown together and awful. And, like, I get, like, that she's been performing and, like, going around the world, but you don't remember the two months of sewing classes you took? I took two months of sewing class. No. What? The what? scenes of Aja helping her remind were exactly, like, who helped her in season three? Like, Alexis? For Aja to be dragged yeah. across the coals for her look and then Shangela to wear this, like, she should have been murdered. It's insulting <laughs> to me as a viewer. She had card. She had like she was practically wearing our Halloween costume where we were doing Come Through Queen promo. She was just had ca- cardboard in front of her. A cardboard circle glued to her fucking forehead. <laughs> True. Okay. So BB, Aja did a really good oh job gosh. making BB's I look. BB looked great. <laughs> Another yeah. round of applause for, for Aja. Aja. <laughs> good job. I was I was convinced that there was going to be a situation on the runway where they would be like they would expose. BB, because when BB was asked if she made the look and she said yes, like there was a moment Aja, and I, like, I thought it was going to become like, turn to Aja. yeah, I thought it was going to become a moment like on what happened on Project Runway last season where like someone was exposed for cheating. Quick question. Is there a fan favorite for All Stars or no? No. Miss Congeniality? I don't think so. I don't think so. Who won in All Stars too? No one. No one, I guess. Yeah. Tatiana? Should have been. Should have been. Okay. Uh, Kennedy. 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 Um, I've got some thoughts about Kennedy, but I know that they're not popular thoughts. I thought Kennedy's like actual outfit looked great, and I liked her hair. I didn't understand where her hair was starting or beginning, and I didn't understand the jewel that was like glued to her forehead. <laughs> but I thought that Kennedy looked fine. Her makeup looked good. <clears throat> Just don't love the attitude, Kennedy. Yeah, I think I think she's fine across Kennedy the board. Kennedy coming for Ben is like a, a weird thing to watch. Yeah, yeah. Um, is that all of them? No, Trixie. <laughs> I love Trixie's oh, yeah, outfit. Yeah, I think that Trixie, given this entire uh, performance and like that she's been on the bottom, she should have tried something a little different than like what she presents in her everyday well, life. Okay, so that- you you applaud her for. Oh, construction. construction. First of all, construction. And second of all, if we're going to live in a world where Ben can look like Ben all the fucking time, I drag Tri- Ben every day of the Trixie week. Trixie can look like Trixie. Like the rules have to be somewhat consistent. Uh, the rules on this podcast is that I drag Ben all the time. And then who? The only person who we should be celebrating this season is Aja because it, Aja is the only one who's putting any sort of energy. Into has anyone tuned in? I'm listening. I'm affirming. I'm supporting. But Trixie, like, could have brought that well-constructed outfit for, like, 
a space challenge. Uh, but she like did. What I'm a saying. Medieval challenge. What I'm saying is she didn't. She didn't bring that. She made it. And I know. It looked yeah, like yeah. She brought it. I agree. One hundred. I, I don't know how many points were attributed to the soup can or to the construction. Well, yeah. This is the first. This is the first effing challenge that the the runway means something. And we and can't piece it together. Aja brings a great runway. But she's but wearing the, like. The wig, like, shouldn't have had a ponytail on Yeah, it. she shouldn't have had a bump. It should have just been straight. Like, uh, it, we were just getting real weird with the judging here. So, winners are BB and Trixie. So, the if you thought that BB was a mole... She still is. She donated the winnings to charity. <laughs> <laughs> no, but she got to pick, so she can't be the mole. That was part of the big caveat, right? Safe is Kennedy and Ben. Fine. Bottom two, Aja and Shangela. I personally no. I guess that is the right that is the right winners, isn't it? I maybe I would have moved Kennedy down to the bottom and Aja into safe. Well, also, why aren't we getting a three person bottom anymore? Yeah, we're just not in the mood. Like, I don't get it. We're like this. We've got three and three. We could do a three like a three, three. person top. Two of them end up lip syncing and a three person bottom. But, mm-hmm. but we're just sort of like shooting from the hip here yep the lip sync was is going to be one of the least memorable lip syncs of the season a setup a motherfucking setup they had a Diana, scam they had diana ross or they had bb playing diana ross earlier in, in the divas live challenge and then you're gonna have her lip sync to a diana ross song like none of that's like having it be jolene and being like <laughs> trixie in the top you can't do that all of those should have been off limits yeah, just at least switch it to like a Donna Summer or something. But Give us be rock and roll, baby. But I did think that BB did an amazing <laughs> rock job. Rock and roll, baby. Yeah, I agree. I like she didn't move around a lot, and I still liked watching her just sort of like neither of them live in it. Well, like that's Trixie tried, which was sort of embarrassing. But Trixie talked about on homophilia. She doesn't even like lip sync. <laughs> no, she just tossed that fringe vest off and looks sort of embarrassing. She it. literally talked about how she preferred serving shots, selling shots, <laughs> selling shots over lip syncing. <laughs> oh my goodness, we love this it. This is not the right format for her. So the end of the episode, Kitty Girl under his eye, we got. <laughs> We got Chad and uh, and Alaska's triumphant return, mm-hmm. sure. capturing seemingly three of the five kicked out queens. It appears to be Morgan, Aja, and Gigi. Yeah, that's based on yeah tattoos, 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 skin color, height. height. I don't know, TBH. And we're getting a girl group challenge. Should have been Little Mix. I what I saw of. The way that Trixie and Ben looked in the girl group challenge, I'm actually genuinely excited. And if it's five of them remaining who are in the girl group, and then the three handmaids, I'm I'm saying, and I'm just predicting that the three contestants coming back are going to do a girl group with Chad and Alaska. So they're getting coached by past winners? I yeah. just don't know why you wouldn't do a five and five. Make it interesting. Maybe like milk, Who wants to milk see Thorgy and Milk anymore? <laughs> Did I tell you I saw I saw Milk in the Louisville airport? Louisville. Louisville. <laughs> a week and a half ago, two weeks ago, I saw Milk in a Louisville airport. Where'd Did you, you say hi? 
No, she was all by herself and with blue hair, like, waiting to board a plane. I had a friend who saw Jiggly Caliente in an airport, and they sat and talked for 30 minutes. Yeah, but that's Jiggly Caliente. <laughs> I know. Everybody <laughs> wants to talk to Jiggly exactly. Caliente. Like, what am I going to talk to Milk about? She's going to ask me. I don't know. You, like, you would have to approach Jiggly and say, may I call you may Jiggly? I Pichar, you are going to announce our Freak of the Week and the One True Queen this week. Who is our freak? Freak of the Week is uh, Yuha, Yuha? Hamasaki. Hamasaki. And, I mean, based on Brennan and I's years of experiences. Years. We know what to expect from Yuha. Scary. here is a taste of Yuha's interview with Sasha Valor, who is attempting to rely on her brains at this interview. Another question for you, in the words of the great Bianca Del Rio, what do you do successfully, quickly? I swam here in under 30 seconds, so I became a re- illegal, illegal alien. Sorry, English is my second language. That's why I'm stuttering right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Um, very interesting. Yuha, please. Yuha. She is swimming 30 seconds. That is her talent. <laughs> uh, well... Well, expect more from this, I guess. <laughs> and the one true queen this week is everyone needs to run, not walk to the New York Times profile of Luann Dillaseps before her cabaret show begins, which, as has been discussed in this podcast, will be the last episode of uh, Real Housewives in New York this year. Crossed. And it's also sort of discussed in in the article, but there are a couple of majestic things that are in this article number one sonia will be a participant in the cabaret show doing some sort of Ham- hamilton style rap there's never been a president like hamilton never is insane <laughs> is insane and second i think luann was drinking coffee out of an eggs a la francaise mug during the interview the which, mug like, is photographed in the beautiful photo a self-branding queen she can um, purchase i know the soup queens could Learn a lesson from Exile Francais. Podcast listeners, buy one for me. Buy one for <laughs> Brennan and Dan. We all deserve them. I bought my cousin one of them from Dorinda, the Clip Clip mm. Clip mug. I no, feel like I that's not well Francais. It's beautiful. Clip 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 is like a bridge too far. You fool. You I fool. would rather have it just be you fool. <laughs> <laughs> that is it for this week. Thank you so much, Pichlarn, for joining us. Thank you for having me. Um, you can give us a call at 717-47-FREAK. We asked you guys last episode for your favorite Housewives moment of all time. We've already got some great entries flowing in. Sean, what is your favorite Housewives moment of all time? Alex McCord being thrown out of Sonia's art party when she was wearing (laughs) that bondage dress because they were fighting over whether, like... Alex, no, Simon should have been allowed to talk at a, a, a marriage equality march. Yep. This is the kind of housewives moment we want. A beautiful deep cut that means something to you. Clearly this spoke to you. As, as a <laughs> Alex McCord being correct, but being absolutely <laughs> insane and wrong is while wearing bondage. where I want to be. While wearing bondage. <laughs> so you can follow us at Come Through Queen on Twitter. At Facebook, Come Through Queen Podcast on Instagram. You can find Brendan at not Brendan, me at 
IDK, IDK. You can leave us a fucking review. Leave us a review. It's free for you to do that. <laughs> Why haven't you left them a review yet? Come on, pigs. They've been doing this Come for, on, what, pigs. 94 and a half episodes? Get on it. <laughs> we will see you later this week with the Bravo shows. <laughs> Giving you two episodes a week. Love us, love us. Please retweet. See you next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>